Hello and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, poet and playwright, Mark Anthony Rossi. In this, our third year, we continue to explore the meaning of being an artist in an ever-changing digital world. Now, without further ado, here is your host. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Strength to Be Human. This is your host, Mark Anthony Rossi, poet and playwright. And this is episode 176, The Art of Book Reviews. Now, I'm sure you're probably saying to yourself, is there an art you know, to writing a book review? Well, I mean, there is a procedure, and yeah, there, there's even a form to it. Uh, but in my opinion, there's an art to it, too, especially if you take it in a different direction like I normally do. So this is what we're going to talk about. Because one of the problems that I found with with doing book reviews, and this is book reviews of the past, and they're still written this way, is they tend to be very dry, uh, you know, very formal, you know, pieces of writing, and oftentimes have a, a, a you know, an arbitrary set length to it. I mean, I've I known places in the past where, I mean, they literally said, yeah, they wanted. To, they really wanted like a book review essay because they're like, well, you know, we we can't take it unless it's at least fifteen hundred words. Which, if you look on on your your typewriter or or your your word processor, whatever you're using, that's roughly around like three pages. To me, that's a long amount <laughs> to be writing about anybody's book, no matter how fascinating it is. It's not not when we have a day and age where people have a shorter attention span. So I always felt that. It needed to be something different. It needed to be something shorter. It needed to be something a little bit more abrupt. And it definitely needed to be something that was, you know, literary, especially when it was about a literary work. Because I, I never write book reviews about a, a commercial work. You know, I can't. I cannot see anybody committing three pages to some spy novel. I don't care how good it is. It's ridiculous. Now, a lot of the uh, book reviews I've done over the years were, were poetry. So, again, to imagine three pages for poetry? I mean... I'm not trying to make a joke here, but if you were to calculate how many words you put in the book review versus how many actual words are in a whole book of poems, let's say 50 poems, you'd be surprised on how close they can be. I mean, how does it make any sense writing a book review that's almost longer than the book that you're reviewing? So I always thought it made no sense to do that. I thought it was better to have a shorter piece of work. And what I try to do, and this is what I really encourage other folks to do, is... Instead of writing something that's supposed to be so thorough, you're pointing out this poem or this idea or this thing and and then writing about that and blah, blah, blah. Why don't you try to find things in this book that you can really relate to, that you really can run with, that you really, really connect with? Because that makes an easier piece of writing for you. It also makes a more honest piece of writing. Because that's really the problems I have with some of the older forms of, of book reviews is to me it, it does it just seems like they're, they're painting by numbers it doesn't seem very um authentic it, it certainly doesn't feel uh you know um i i guess you can say less rehearsed it, it just feels like it, it, it they're just filling in the blanks on some structure and that's it 
And I don't really know how you help somebody to enjoy a, a book that they might want to purchase or even lead them over there if you're going to have something to, to me that, that's that that's soulless and, and, and that, um, in many instances, clueless. I don't care how well it's written technically. Again, it makes no sense to me to have a, a review that has less heart in it than, than the book that you're reviewing. Why not go out, out and do something that's different and interesting and something that you could be proud of, something you could look at a review later on and say, hey, I like that piece of writing I did. I know it's about that other person's book, but I like the way it came about. I'm, I'm happy with it all the way around. Let people discover something new about you as a reviewer and a writer uh, just as much as the, the one you're reviewing to. Remember, you're committing your time, so who's to say that there's something about you that should not be in there as well? It's a different way of looking at it. Some people don't agree with me on that, and that's fine. I'm not saying this is the only way to do it. It's just one way. I think it's a way to, to be more artistic, though, with your book review, rather than doing something long and dry, and then say, yeah, I did it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay now. Well, I'm glad you think it's okay, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really fascinated with book reviews that are written that way. So therefore, I'm not fascinated in reading them, and then, of course, that means there's the less chance that I'm going to be interested in buying somebody else's book for that very reason to me it's just not a, a well well put together introduction you know it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense so i've done a number of reviews over the last 30 years i tried to do one or two a year i used to do more when i was younger but you know it's harder to find the time and also it's harder to to get people to you know, um, even uh, submit anything to you, or a lot of times people, if they don't have it put together in print format, then then you know, then they got to send it out in a different manner, you know, electronic or PDF or something like that. I don't know. It's just a little harder to do, and I'm not always as interested, unless it's something that's really, really going to take my attention. I did one uh, we run recently um, for um, a wonderful writer from Puerto Rico. It was the um, Wonderful Wasteland and Other Natural Disasters. And that, that came out wonderful. But again, you'll find, like anything else in, in life, the subject matter, and this is the book you're talking about, but it could be anything, okay, can help inspire you to write something that's going to be inspiring, that's going to be interesting, that's going to have a certain, you know, depth or a thrill factor to it. And that book did, and the others I've come across that did the same thing, and that's really what's important too, because you're you're depending in a certain extent on what kind of great writing and great notions and and great just ways to move you from this book, so therefore you can get that better connection and write that that better insight into this book. And so I I really think, without trying to sound you know falsely modest here. Uh, a great book helps you write a great piece of artistic uh, a book review. It really does, and, and it does for me anyway. And that's how I, that's how I, I tend to go about it. And, and to me, it just makes it that much easier. Not to say that writing it in general is easy, because it's not. I mean, it's still it's still writing. And in fact, since I'm doing it in the artistic manner that I've been describing to you, it. It's like any other piece of writing. It, it takes a while to go through, to go a couple of times. I mean, I probably re rewrote that review 
for a wonderful wasteland. I, I probably, I probably rewrote that like five or six times before I got everything I wanted to say. Because it's in my style of nonfiction and, and my style of, you know, trying to get as much inside a sentence or a paragraph that's possible. So this way, my short piece of work has has a real impact on you, and hopefully helps you to to want to buy a book. And that that book is probably one of the best of, that I've seen in years come out in terms of poetry. So I'm 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 proud to have published that fellow, and definitely proud to have reviewed the reviewed the book because it, it's just a, a great piece of 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 work. It really is. Now, what to keep in mind is, is this, and you know, and I've, I've mentioned this to people in the, in the early past on the show, and it probably bears to mention again. Writers need to help writers, period. And it, it's always, to me, always disconcerting when you have writers that don't do anything to help their fellow writers. And it could be anything. It could be, let me check out your poem and you know, see if it needs another set of eyes. Let me let me go. Let me go look at um, a couple of markets over here. Maybe they didn't work for me. Here's some information. Maybe they'll work for you. Just some markets is a way to help somebody. They might not have access to that information. They might have never came around to them. Maybe they just ignored it or just never noticed it. That could be vital. And, of course, your book review. So I, I really encourage writers on a regular basis okay, to consider... Writing at least one or two book reviews a year. I mean, you don't even have to do it like per month or, you know, or every couple of weeks write a book review. I'm not even saying to go that far. I mean, it would be nice if you can do that and if you could put that kind of time in there. But if you can't, that's fine. But I really think that you should at least do a couple a year, maybe one every six months or something. Go grab one out there from somebody and... Or if you hear or talking to some other writer about a book they're coming out, see if they'll give you a copy and you can review it. It's another way to help writers. And writers need that help. They need the book reviews to help promote their work. You know, and if they have an ebook, you can literally just go on to the review section of whatever platform they have, whether it's Apple or Amazon or Barnes and Noble or Google or whoever. And you can do it that way too. You could write a nice little couple of paragraphs and that's a review just the same. It's still going to be helpful, especially on the ebook reviews. I tell you right now, you, you sell more ebooks when people put some good comments on there than if you don't. It's, so it's that, it really is that much helpful. First is the traditional book review from somebody with a print book. Well, that's a little bit more entailed because you're going to have to write something that's a little bit longer. And you now, unless they already have a home for that book review to go to and they can tell you something about that, you got to go find a home for that too. So when you do a book review for someone, a print book, it's it's a, a definitely a, a different task. Unless they already have an e-book that's a companion one, then you can go onto that platform and do it. <laughs> Excuse me. But otherwise, you have to now write it and then go find some place for it to go. I know, and that can be a bit of a task. A lot of places take book reviews, so it's not too hard to find some. If you go on Submittable, you can literally uh, dial in there all the places that take book reviews and find various places and go send them out. So it's not super difficult. It's just another additional step to do so. But again, 
I really think at least two two a year. It's a good way to help you. If everybody did two a year, imagine how much more people would have book reviews out there, have better chance for the material to sell, have better chance for it to get more exposure. It definitely helps you in terms of uh, your confidence. When someone can write something positive and worthy, why not? We all can use that. Hell, I, I, I've told people and I've known people that the book review was such a, a, a impact on them that even when the book didn't sell as well as they liked it to, and that you know, that's an art in itself, and that sometimes it could take a while, but it still was a, a real a real plum to have and, and something that was really, um, I guess you could say, encouraging going forward because it really is. So, this is definitely a way for you folks to reach out to others and help them. It's what we need to be doing more. Writers helping writers. And book reviews is definitely a great great chance to do so. Sometimes you might even be asked to do a book blurb or something. That's fine too. A little blurb about some book that you read. They want it on the back of their um, their print book or something. Sometimes you could do... I did both in one instance. But uh, it's... To me, it's a lot of fun to be able to help other people out. You're doing a worthy thing, and you're also doing something that, that's artistically vital. Because we need more people out there doing this. It makes no sense, you know, in my in my opinion, you know, to chat with, with other writers and talk about all kinds of things on Facebook, but then, you know, you can't pass them a market or two. You can't check out the material once in a while. You can't buy a book. You can't do a book review. What the hell is the point of all this contact with them then? So this whole idea of this writer is therefore my competitor and I can't do something makes no sense. Okay, you're still an artist. You have to go about that first. I'm not saying that book publishing and book selling isn't isn't a form of business because it is. All right? I'm, I'm not saying that we need to deny, deny that. I'm not saying that you need to put that to the side. But what I am saying is, is that you have to see yourself as an artist before you see yourself as some kind of a business person because if you don't then literally any contact you have with other writers is fake it's false what is it you gather an intel on the enemy or something because that's about what you're doing then and it makes no sense help each other writers need to help other writers and there's plenty of people out there in the arts, where you can see examples of musicians helping other musicians, and you've seen actors helping other actors. Why can't writers help other writers? Why do we have such a, a problem with that? So we really need to get off of that whole that whole selfish silliness and that whole narrow view and get to helping other people. You would not believe what kind of a positive impact you can have on folks in their lives. Remember, we have a lot of people out there that they, they, they could be on the string of separating themselves from even doing writing anymore because they're down, down, trotting for them, everything. Some of them are so depressed that, you know, they could have thoughts of wanting to end their own life. You don't know what you're doing that could literally save somebody. Now when you save somebody as a writer, you could save somebody's life without even realizing it. Not everybody's out there telling you what's going on in their lives. We don't know if they're in dire straits. We don't know. 
but to dealing with. So why not try to help people? It's not a difficult thing to do. It's not a difficult thing to do in life. Right now, in America, we, we, have, a, we have a tough time going on over here. We really do. We've got a government in, in disarray, don't know what the hell it's doing. we got giant tech companies uh, literally trying to take away our, our, our freedom of speech. So we have a lot to deal with here right now and, 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 to, face, and to face and to fight. But in the end, it's still not hard to have a kind word for somebody and to help somebody when they're in, when they're in need. It isn't that difficult. How hard it is to reach into your pocket for a couple of dollars when somebody in front of you can't fully, can't fully complete that, that pay thing right there with the, with the register lady. They can't complete the bill that's it's necessary for the food items they need. You know how many times I've done this? And I'm not telling you this because I want you to know that I'm some kind of a hero. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't that difficult for me to reach out and give somebody three dollars. Three dollars. Sometimes a dollar, sometimes five dollars. Wasn't that difficult. And it makes somebody's day. And lets them know there's still people out there that do give a crap. And lets them know that well, while they're fighting, they still have a fight worth fighting. Because somebody's out there, a stranger, reaching out to them. They're never going to see me again. Chances are not. So is it alone? No. It's here. Take care. I remember one time. It's the one I remember the most. It was back in Arizona. And there's this Mexican fellow. And he's there with his little son. And he could not complete the bill. He didn't have any more money. And he was just starting to take some stuff off. Where I'm like, no. But I could see it in his eyes. He's a man of pride and, and honor. Working hard and... He, he, he didn't even want me to even do anything. I told his son to look over there. There's a chupacabra. It's a Mexican uh, goat-sucking beast thing. It's a, a legend in that in that community. And I always like it because it could be real. You never know. And uh, he looked around for that. And I slipped the money to the register lady. And all I told him was, is just keep being a good father. That's all you need to do to pay me back. He let it go at that. And he was grateful and... But I didn't want him to lose face in front of his son. Because I understand what that's all about. So his son didn't have to know. It's just between us and God. And the cash register lady. Again, not difficult things to do. we got so many people that just don't want to do anything. It doesn't make any sense to me. You can't shovel some old lady's yard when it snows every so often, really? You can't help somebody pick up some leaves? You know, pick up the garbage can that gets knocked down from the wind? makes no sense there's a lot of things we could do folks in our community and our neighbors and our lives in the supermarket even in writing that can make the world better too many people and i read on facebook all the time and to me it upsets me i am like they, they, they talk all these grand ideas but are they doing any damn thing in their lives to help somebody's life better i hear all these wonderful things about solar power and wind and all this other horse crap Wonderful grand ideas that don't make a whole lot of sense to anybody at the moment. And it's not helping anybody at the moment, by the way. But, you know, are they going to buy a hamburger for the homeless guy? Hmm? Or are they just going to call the cops to chase him away from the neighborhood? Hmm? You going to help snuggle the, the old lady's driveway? Huh? 
Oh, you're just going to give the old lady a whole lecture about climate change. This is the difference, folks, between talking a whole bunch of philosophical crap and actually doing something practical to help people in their lives. It's one of the major reasons why throughout the world, and especially here in America, we have so much polarizing differences. But to me, the differences are really not about ideas as much as they're about action. Are you going to do something other than just giving us a big speech about stuff? Can you do something to improve somebody's life? I mean in a practical way over here. Okay, because you're talking to somebody about renewable energy when the woman can barely make her light bill. I don't, know how to, I don't know how the hell that's helping the lady at the moment. Even if everything you're saying is real and can be happening, it's probably going to happen decades later. She'll probably be dead by then. That's if she's not homeless first. So, people, we need to get back to being connecting individuals. It goes back to our writing. It goes back to the book reviewing. It's a form of saying, I'm going to help somebody because it's the right thing to do. Because it's good for the arts. Because it's good for Marion Jones or whoever the writer is. I made that name up, by the way. Okay, That's it. Not because you need somebody to pat you on the back. Not because you want some award. I mean, nobody even gives anything for book reviews. You could, you know. I've, I've done a few where people have actually had some compliments, including the writer. That's great. But in the end, I'm doing it because it's, I think it's necessary to do. I think people need the help. And I think we should be willing to go out there and do it. Because it's not that difficult to do. Again. That's why... For me, the, the world can be so frustrating because I'm really not talking about the grand gestures of the planet that you need to do and, and why a lot of people won't do them. You need to buy everybody's you know, food for a week or something. Or you, you need to pay somebody's car payment. I need to go out there and help them figure out a way to get a, to get a kidney. Because without one, they're going to die. Those things that happen, don't get me wrong, and those things are important, and hopefully there are other people that can help fill those needs that maybe have more, you know, to be able to do so. But most of us, we don't, but we can still do something fabulous for the world and for our own community, and the smallest of gestures still make a big difference, if we're just willing to do those. And that's really the problem, that's why I get so frustrated, because most of the things that I'm talking about are easy things for us to do. It's not terribly complicated. You know, I heard one time I was in Firstburg and I heard some lady from Africa and she was a teacher and she was telling me all the wonderful things she was doing and she was saying, gee, she needed a couple of books that the school just didn't have the funds to get that would be helpful for us, for her, so that she can she can teach her class better. You know, I, I mailed them over to her. I got them on Amazon and I mailed them over to her. Nothing that was super expensive over here. Again, not expecting the God to save my soul from a fiery uh, pit <laughs> by doing this. But again, here's another thing that's inexpensive to do that you can help somebody with. It made an impact in her life in, in schooling what she had to do. She takes care of these books. These are books that she can be using for years on years, teaching students upon students important things that she wanted to get out to them. Great. This is the things that we should be looking at and, and trying to do. Instead, I find that too many of us, even as, as an artist, we get too trapped up into big ideas 
into big ventures, and we need to we need to think uh, we need to be on some big political side of things. Uh, if we don't, you know, God forbid, no one will talk to us anymore. Well, you might want to re-examine that because if you got people around you that don't want to talk to you because of the things you believe in, they're probably not the right people for you to be around anyway, artistically or not. Okay. People care about you. People respect you. Well, then they should be able to handle whatever you have to say, even if they disagree with it. Oh well, I do it all the time. As a, a podcaster and a host of the show, and as a writer, as an editor, I deal with people that more times than not do not agree with my worldview. But I'm not out there cutting them off, not pre- not refusing to have them on the show, refusing to publish them. No, I, I don't do stuff like that. It's stupid, it's intolerant, and it's certainly uh, against what I believe in terms of free expression and, and free arts. But we got plenty of people that are actually willing to do that. What? You know, we got people, like I got editors that do that too. It's sad. That's how this polarizing thing has come about. It's starting to get into the arts now too, unfortunately. But we should not let it. We should be above all of that crap. I don't know if you guys have looked at the long view yet, but you might want to. Okay? All what's politically fashionable today in two weeks can be something different. In two years, you won't even remember it. Meanwhile, you just base your life decisions on who you're going to associate with and who you're going to publish and what writing you, you, you think you're going to promote just based on some political idea. That, like, toilet paper, you're going to flush it and then you'll never see it again. That's how useful it is. But art, unlike politics can endure forever. Because when we strip it away from all of that, it's just that, art. That's why we're reading from books from 700 years ago. That's why we're looking at art like the Mona Lisa or other works five, six, seven hundred years ago. Still important. Imagine if those folks had considered those things back then. How useful their art would have been. Probably never would have been even... Formulated. <laughs> so that is it, folks. In a in a nutshell, when we talk about the the book review, you want to make sure more times than else that you're doing it at least a couple times a year uh, as a way to help the art community out, e- even as a way to help other writers out. It's up to you whether you want to try to seek out material that you feel more comfortable with to write on. Or maybe you want to challenge yourself and, and just simply go into something that you've never really tackled before to see what you can get out of it. Sometimes people do that as a challenge. There's nothing wrong with that, too. It's up to you. But you are helping the art community by doing that. And you're doing what I've been talking about for years here now. I wrote about it. I've editorialized about it. I've, I've podcasted about it. Writers helping writers. It just doesn't help enough. We need to encourage that. And the book review is another another tool in your instruments, in your office, or in your heart, or in your mind, in your soul. It's another tool that you can use to be able to help people. And, and, and to me, in many instances, it helps you too. It helps you get out of your own ideas for a moment, and your own funk, you know, in your own little box, and go out there and see what else somebody else is doing. What they're having to say. What words twist this and go to that. It really is good for you. Because remember. One of the open secrets to writing. 
is reading. We should all be reading a lot. And why not? When you're doing a book review, you're reading something. You're reading their book. It's another way to help you out too. It helps you as a writer. It helps you as an artist. It helps a, another artist and, and another writer for you being out there and putting your your two cents and three cents and four cents into what, what they have to say. It's never going to be a, a perfect thing, okay? I, I honestly don't know uh, the, the greatest book review from the, from the least book review. I really don't. Because in the end, somebody is willing to do this on their time and their dime. You know, we have to give them respect no matter how it came out. Sure, there's some I like less than others, but in the end, I always give the respect that somebody went out there and did it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are the people that, they are helping other writers. So maybe it's not their greatest effort. Maybe there's something they still need to do for a while until they can get better at it. But if you do something for a while, you know, a couple of years of doing this, you know, doing three, four, five of them in a couple of years, you'll, you'll get better real quick. You know, a better, better idea of what you want and what you want to read and, and maybe a better idea of how to help other people, other writers. Remember, you can have an impact not only on yourself, we can have an impact on other writers because what they see is somebody in their corner for a change. And it's one of the most difficult things about being a writer is that we can feel alone. In many instances, disconnected. Not always disconnected from ourselves, but then some are. But disconnected from those around us because they don't see and, and think the way we do. Or disconnected from other writers because they're like, gee, does anyone actually care other than their own work? It's it's a fair question. I know it's not an easy one. And I'd be lying to you if I had some perfect answer to you. Yeah, we all care. Yeah, I, I don't believe that's the case. But I don't believe also that we all don't care. I've seen plenty of people that are willing to go out there and forge the extra mile because... They understood how necessary it is and how, in many instances, it's a real, it's a real brave shot uh, on, on helping somebody get some more exposure, possibly um, just giving them a lift in their own spirits as they go about things. Writing is not always the easiest thing. And not just because we can feel disconnected or, or we feel lonely or... It's just, in, in many instances, a, a, a lonely, you know, a craft or a lonely thing that we do, wondering if it's going to have a reader or an audience or somebody that has anything to say. We wonder. And it's a fair thing to wonder. Mainly because it's the horrible risk that we take every time we put something to paper, or to computer, the phone, wherever you decide to compose that. It's a horrible risk that you don't know if what you're doing is worth the time you put into it. Does it have any semblance of truth? Does it have any artistic value is you're going to attain some kind of audience is anyone going to be able to reach out or, or care so whenever we do this it's a, it's a risk but that's okay because 
that's really what life needs to be about. If you live in a free society, or if you want to continue to help a society become free, risk has to be a part of that whole factor. It's what makes everything we do worthwhile. You know, if you're going to risk yourself, you know, to put yourself out there for a guy or a girl, and all that can come with that, that risk, then it's or is, is, is just another risk out there that's, that's worthwhile. So please keep all of that in mind. Definitely put more, because this is a new year, you know, consider looking into the next couple months of trying to put a book review for somebody. Help somebody in that regard. A book review, a book bur- you know, blurb, you know, uh, passing the word of mouth around. Maybe you can help create a banner for them that you can put out uh, on the internet for them. Hey, you know, this guy's book is out and here's the address to it and, you know, go check it out. Something like that. Something that's going to be useful to help someone else out. Doesn't necessarily have to be a book review. I think it's a good example, though. But, you know, there's plenty of things. Like, say, you got the blurbs, you could do banners, you could. You can have a link and, and, and pass it along. There's so many different things that you can do to help somebody. Figure out a way to help somebody and do so. And do it because it's right. Do it because it's necessary. Don't do it because you, you, you're hoping you know, one day that someone's going to do the same for you. You don't know when that's going to happen or not. It might not happen for a while. Sometimes that takes a, a, a while to do. And I think that's the reason why... Too many people out there don't help because they're like, well, who's going to help me? Well, who knows? It's all the risk of what you're doing. But if you're not putting anything positive out there in the world, why the hell do you expect anything is ever going to come back to you positive? Makes no sense. You got too many of these these Zen freaks out there on, 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 on the social media talking about Zen all the time and talking about karma, and, and, and then they're wondering why nothing happens good for them. Well, they're not doing anything good by putting it out there. If you really believe in karma, you should be out there doing something to help people. That's karma. If you, want something, if you really want something to come back, well, there's your karma right there, doing something, not avoiding doing something. That's my little karmic lesson for today, folks, but keep it in mind. All right, folks, until next time, we have a, a, a wonderful month coming up over here. Let me give you a little outline of that. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited with the new year. This is our third year with um, Strength to be Human. All right, still trying to navigate my new phone over here. It's a pain in the neck. All right, here we go. All right, so we got um, the next episode will be coming out here in a couple of days. It'll be a Dream as a Muse, and that'll be fun about learning about what dreams can do to help people um, get ideas or reinforce ideas or maybe just put a, a new notion in their head. Uh, we're going to be doing another classic Spotlight series on uh, Boris Pasternak. That'll be interesting. He's the author of Dasha Fargo and, and many other things. Um, we got an interview that's coming up. Oh, God, I'm glad I finally got one done. That's going to be very interesting. It, it's going to be an interview with a, pers- a person talking about themselves as a writer and also as an editor. So it'll be the interview with uh, Jack Henry from 1870 Press and, of course, some of his own writing as well in a book that he's coming out soon with. So we'll be seeing that a little later in the, in the month, and that, that'll be fun and exciting. I had an enjoyable interview with him. Sometimes these things take so long to put together. And with him, I swear, I think it took half a year for all kinds of things we had to deal with. But... We're decent people trying to help each other and, and, and willing to go that extra mile in, in good spirit and good faith. And that's what happens. Sometimes it takes longer than others, and that's fine. 
But it was well worth it. I, I just en enjoyed the hell out of it. And it was a great way to start this year with a really strong interview. So definitely look forward to that with Jack Henry. All right, folks, this is Mark Anthony Rossi with Strength to Be Human. And that was The Art of a Book Review. Okay. And that was uh, episode... God, I hate this new phone. Here we go. Episode 176. So, folks, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by visiting our sponsors at www.strengthtobehuman.com or purchasing an ebook at www.somapublishing.com.